Welcome back to the greatest book club in the multiverse. This is the latest edition of the Geek Explain Book Club, where I, alongside my fellow Guardians of the Globe, are tackling every single volume of Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley's. See, we're getting it. We're getting in a rhythm. Getting in a <laughs> yeah, rhythm. Only took go. us a few weeks, and we're going. We go. We're doing yeah. great. We're figuring we're it out. Good time. We're figuring it's it out. It we're a team. Uh, I am, of course, joined by the only two men who I would travel the multiverse searching for, spending over 15 years to find, only to tell them that I love them and send them back to their home dimension. Jacob Brown. Hello. And Malcolm Russell Nelson. Hello. I'm actually going by Mastermind now. So, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So and you could call me Nightboy. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. See? There we go. I thought I thought you were gonna be Shapesmith, but okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. So we are uh we are on our merry way, gentlemen. We are tackling volume seven this week of invincible entitled three's company uh this is this collects issues 31 through 35 and at least the volume that i had on comiXology also uh included a little fun little backup called the pact oh yeah yeah ah General thoughts on this uh on this volume what did you think of this malcolm uh i like this one uh we'll get more into it but this is where you uh get a really interesting threat in uh in angstrom levy and also a really great crossover issue that we're gonna have to talk about yes oh yes i'm yes, not sure will. what you're referencing but we're gonna get into it are jacob, you actually not jacob yeah. what did you think of this oh wow he doesn't oh! know he doesn't know <laughs> And I'm going to have to go into my library to get that. All right. So, uh, Ooh, boy. This, welcome this to the Geek Explain Book Club, where Eric is clueless and he gets bullied for it. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm really excited to discover this, actually. Yeah. Same here. This is great. He's he has it's really actually fantastic. That, I'm excited for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's genuine yeah. excitement for yeah. you. Okay. 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 Uh, this is, uh, this is a step up from. This is like the next step. This is like a 12. This is like a, this is like a, what do you, what do you call it? One of those like um, steps to recovery from like an addiction, you know, kind of stuff. This is like uh, the second step. Okay. If anything from, if, if, uh, if falling off the bandwagon was the confrontation with Nolan, this is like the second step and like a chance where you could possibly, you know, uh, uh, get back on the sauce or as it were in some sort of sense yep because this is because in details that come up later there are some definitely um moments where you're just like oh yeah i there there is a reason why i know the reason why this is bad but then the reason that was bad comes back and you're just oh okay i, I don't know how to be more uh blase about it but uh honestly <laughs> i i love how far away this metaphor is getting from you it's yeah it, i really appreciate it because <laughs> there really is like no way to describe it in a sense because of just there's just a lot that just just nor that just piles on but also yeah. the yeah. same at the same time really is just amping the level a little bit more but not too much to a super it's not to the level of like what Nolan 
what we what we encountered when we confront the yeah. confrontation with Nola. Though it's a sure. different kind of ramp up for sure. It yes. is, and it's it, like it's laying the foundation for some terrible things that are that I think are going to happen. Um, and it honestly, it starts very, uh, very small, very intimate. Uh, Debbie is now taking care of Mark's half brother, this old, old purple baby, this old purple child, mm-hmm. not that purple kind boy. of purple child. For Mark. <laughs> but um, he doesn't have call. a one eye. He does not very have nice. a one eye and he does not eat people. People. It's, it's, people. it's That's true. true. And he, he can't is not take over people's people. minds either. Yeah, that's true. So uh, while this is all going on, and again, I have to, we got to keep this going. It's our year. It's our weekly bit. Um, <sighs> we've still got stuff that happened in the first season, folks. We're still not <laughs> yeah. out of the gate yet. <laughs> this should be where it ends. This, this almost actually should be almost. where it ends. It should be almost. is the key word. The, I would say like if uh, last right. week was like reveal. 80% of like 80% new stuff this is like 90 percent new stuff like we're yeah. slowly easing our way out of it yeah but uh we are witness to robots plan with the uh with the Mahler twins to clone him a new body um meanwhile we get a a fun little uh i think it's a it's a fun little exchange for the uh for the guardians of the globe facing off against mastermind i um, love that fight it's so good yeah <laughs> It's, it's, so great. it's funny because like we've all had those tropes of like oh you know the this guy is taking over like innocent citizens like our superheroes mm-hmm. have to fight through them but we get this like fun um this fun uh remix of it where every time that one of the guardians loses their earbuds they're still able to communicate as real yeah. people and they're just yeah. like they're all just hey oh, they crap, took my earpiece <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a moment where like where monster girl notices that robot isn't here and like immortals just like he didn't answer the call this morning have any have any of you noticed him acting a little weird lately <laughs> like just like having like regular like water cooler talk while they're like being essentially mind controlled yeah yeah i love that immortals kind of chilled out a little bit uh and i think yeah. we didn't talk yeah. about it much last week but in the last volume there's that really good conversation with uh samson yeah where yeah where he's where samson's like like i know you didn't visit me in the hospital he's like listen it's difficult like it, it's hard to be around people when you see everyone you know die right. like i i don't know how to be a person really because you're all just dead bodies to me yeah, yeah. but yeah. i will try empathy. to be better and you see that just here like it's him giving a damn about somebody it me like hey robot's been kind of weird right like that's weird <laughs> like like he's trying to be a person which is interesting yeah and i mean they they more or less implicitly stated it like last uh in the last volume but here you start to see like the effect that duplicate has on him yeah because they yeah because like, he even says that like you know like i'm i'm trying to be better for kate like yeah. i i really like this person and i could see a future with this person i want to be better for this person which i think pretty is cool, cool. And it yeah. gives depth to this character who at the beginning was just like a, a douche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, ah, oh, he's he's an immortal dude. He just does yeah. immortal things. But what I love is the uh, the way that they um, they solve this fight, which is invincible <laughs> from like three miles oh, yeah. up, just dropping <laughs> yeah. rocks to try and like smash over this guy's mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. because yeah. he doesn't have it right before. Butt. 
right before the mini guy gets to him though because the mini guy's like this is my moment shrinking right he's like this is my moment like i'm gonna be the big hero he's on his way there and then completely just gets blocked but mark just dropping rocks like oh no a little more to the left okay sorry here we go okay (laughs) (laughs) shrinky ray is even like dude this was mine like, <laughs> and they even like to your to your point they even have like when everything's being rounded up immortal like looks at invincible he's like you did good kid like he's yeah. he's yeah. starting to slowly evolve into the leader that he needed to be before yeah which it's is wonderful. really cool it's a really cool thing we're seeing him become the superman which yeah. is nice exactly and especially with- in the void of omni man like yes. that's even more prevalent Exactly. exactly. And we're also starting to see uh, Mark as a person, his life starting to slowly unravel around him. Um, him being away from his mom, he, there's a weird, they've got like kind of a weird relationship. Him and William's friendship is starting to deteriorate. Yeah, that was rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was uncomfortable. It, it was. Is. And not just because William was just shirtless the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's his he might as well be he could just uh, be nude in his dorm like mark's I mean, never there fair, it doesn't matter no, fair i didn't <laughs> live the dorm experience so i don't know how freeing me neither locked but... up in your dorm could be but Let, let's just say there's there's boundaries and things like that and you know <laughs> and you know things happen in not the right way but uh really <laughs> honestly like <laughs> If you if you do not know what gaydar was in personally as as anyone who is straight that doesn't know what gaydar is like it should be running off in the red just this one panel scene or that this one page scene of just mark and 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 uh and william just william? talking yeah just I talking just wish that they would kiss it would be nice for william <laughs> and it's it it kind of is framed as like that that like nagging girlfriend almost yeah. being like mm-hmm. yeah where have you been yeah like you have all it's these powers you need to solve my problems it's yeah. exactly how amber is more of a confrontational degree yeah <laughs> yes it's exactly right amber is more like wishy-washy kind of sad about it and william yeah. is just all anger all the time the grump yeah. is real with him he's angsty he's very angsty (laughs) and like seeing seeing this whole um really complicated situation like we talked about it with last the end of the last volume being like this moment where mark realizes oh this isn't gonna work with amber he tries what everybody in a failing relationship tries a big gesture Mm-hmm. His big gesture mm-hmm. happens to be, "Hey, my friend Eve wants us to visit her in Africa. Do you want to ditch your final exam and go to Africa?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, and there's this moment too where, like, Amber's like, "Oh, Eve, like, what are you? What's what's your what's her deal? And what's her deal with you?" And I don't know if it was ever established, um, like. To my memory, like reading through this, I don't really think Mark has ever actually shown like any kind of romantic, like interest in her. No, 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 she has not. It's always been like a friendship kind of deal. And so we've 
at least I have like I've seen in stories like this where there's like a love triangle aspect where it's like he's very clearly into the other person, but he's like, no, I totally only saw them as a friend. And it's like, dude, it's bullshit. But like yeah. this one is genuinely like, no, he's never seen her that way. And I think yeah. I thought that was kind of refreshing. Right. Yeah. Like the, to, to demolish that stupid cliche for once, it's just like, you know, you yeah. could, a guy can just like be friends with a girl with no possible like interest of getting uh, of getting with her, you know, it was it was that, actually kind I of like nice. when that comes up later when he's talking to Art. We'll get to that but when he's talking to Art later. For sure, uh, yeah. I like how it comes up. He's like, no, like like of course, you know, like she's beautiful, like she's an amazing person. But I never really thought about it because she wasn't available. Yeah. And I'm a person who respects that. Like, I, I think that's really cool. That's a yeah. cool Mark thing. Yeah, the, the, that's the time to remember yeah. that Mark is a good person. Mark Grayson, Mark Grayson is a good person. Mark Grayson is a great remember person. Remember that as we go along. Mark Grayson um, is a good person. He's a good but son. Yeah, so they go down, they visit Eve. They're having fun in Africa. Mm-hmm. And even Mark had this really interesting conversation that I found kind of strange given the context. Like... But they're having this conversation. It's early morning. Amber hasn't woken up yet. And so they're just talking on the roof of uh, of Amber's house or uh, of Eve's house that she made. Her power, mm-hmm. her power, she is overpowered. Like, yeah, she is overpowered. That she can She's do. the most powerful one. Yeah, yeah, she really is. And they have this conversation where, um, where even like it's this weirdly like brief moment where he's just like yeah you know i was out in space and ever didn't like that and eve just jumps on it she's like yeah so you guys been fighting a lot and i'm like whoa okay this is weird and then they have this conversation where eve is basically telling him like they're not like us yeah and it's i don't know for me it was kind of strange because i've never or at least up to this point in the comic eve hasn't referred to people that way no, maybe it's no, the, it's a no. little elitist. Yes, yeah. and maybe it's the, you know, the disconnect of her leaving that like that yeah. group of you know her being in high school and like being among people to be kind of by herself and just creating all these things. It's yeah. almost it's almost very Doctor Manhattan in that way. Yeah. It, yes, I see. I yeah. I took it as a a common storm trope that you'll always see is that storm is like the goddess Fair. and she brings water to africa and stuff like that and this is literally what eve's been doing and yeah. so like it's very much removed from humanity i haven't seen it quite to the dr manhattan level but kind of like a storm level like no like i'm yes. a higher level of a person than they are yeah and yeah. those people don't like i love the callback to like the early issues where she's like remember when we changed our uni- entire uniforms like yeah. behind the school people exactly. don't look up yeah. like she is one of those people who does not look up and then that's when amber yeah, looks up to her credit them, yeah which yeah. is awesome that was the that, that has been the best amber moment in this entire easily. comic so far easily he gives where he's like he's like oh, never that's so common trope is it they have a conversation and meanwhile on top of all this or running parallel to all this we get the origin story of the shapesmith because we find out that martian russ livingston who has never gotten a martian name so he is just calling himself russ livingston who Mm -hmm. has been uh fired from nasa and apparently is getting evicted now this guy's this martian has ruined this guy's life even more so than just leaving him on mars yes he's like his life is ruined yeah he's like i am rudderless i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what to do and on the tv he sees a special on martian man 
who was one of the members of the Guardians of the Globe that was murdered by Omni-Man at the beginning of the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he gets the idea to become a superhero. And so there's this great little um, two-page uh, <laughs> story where you just see what looks like the Guardians and one of our capes, boys, uh, yeah. beating yeah. up on this gang in an alleyway. And then the Literally. next page, it's just like, ah, yeah, the Shapesmith. Yeah, like among all these bodies, and the cops are like, Shapesmith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Well, I they're like, uh, so uh, we just letting him go, and the other one's like, <laughs> Yeah, looks that way, and he just as well, he just stretches, he just stretches away. away. <laughs> and he's like, he's thrilled. He's like, I have found my purpose. I am ready to go. Let's yeah, do I, this. I love his costume with the little like shoulder shrug too. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, back in Africa, we get this like very. Uh, I think it's very telling. It's a very interesting scene where you know they're all kind of surveying some of the local wildlife and then there's this stampede that happens that is threatening to flatten a local village and instantly mark just like picks up amber and just like zooms away back yeah. to eve's house and he like drops her off he's like okay i gotta go and then he just zooms off and we see something that you don't normally see in you don't think about like this mm -hmm. because usually in in stories or superhero stories where this scene happens it's like okay he drops them off we zoom back to his or her pov back into the battle but like we stick with amber here and she has no idea what just happened she has no idea why they were flying so fast like right. she just turns around and mark's gone and she hasn't even caught her breath yet yeah yeah. And I think it's fascinating. It's very cool that even though we had almost uh, Kirkman is essentially kind of framing Amber as almost an obstacle to Eve. Now, this yeah. is the most yeah. interesting that she's been. Yeah, yes, it is. which is ridiculous timing. On <laughs> that's Kirkman's a good way to, as a writer. That's a good yeah. way to put that, that she is more of an obstacle to Eve. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And that's kind of how more or less she's been set up for most yeah. of this comic but now there are you know in the last volume and in this volume we're getting scenes that you almost have to side with amber in a way where she's just like look like i'm a person too like yeah we gotta communicate we're on the same team yeah and it's it's very and they have little banter like when she slaps his arm he's like ow and she's like that doesn't even hurt you and he's like yeah but i'm he's like aren't i getting I'm, better at acting i'm good at acting <laughs> it's like a cute little thing it's like yeah. okay and then there's this what i loved was there's this moment where um they're having lunch and they're eating and there's almost this nolan and debbie moment between him and amber where it's like uh where eve is talking about how she's messing with the atoms of food to make them taste just as good but be like half the calories and yeah. amber's like and that half the calories i can eat twice as much and mark calls her hun oh yeah which i always just kind of i don't know why maybe it's just my upbringing but like i've always associated hun as like a married exchange like yeah, a married yeah. couple that say that to each other so he's like slow down there no, hun. I get that. and they're like able to tease each other and i was like okay this is very nolan mm -hmm. and debbie for just a moment and and eve hates it he hates it. Yeah. A credit to Ryan Otley's art. You could tell just in the just in her eyes. 
yeah. that she is dying inside. She's <laughs> yeah. constantly rolling her eyes throughout this entire issue, and I yeah. love that. Like one of the one of the issues from like the past trade or something like that has like Eve like rolling her eyes as like Mark and and Amber are like holding hands and like oh and like Amber saying something like oh Mark this is gonna be such a great trip oh yeah and, that's the beginning and, of this yeah and, and, yeah and, and and then you can hear like you can you can hear like Adam's like Adam Eve's like rolling her eyes like going like oh great it's gonna be a long uh, weekend yeah God <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the vacation is cut short when uh, Eve gets a phone call. And when uh, when Mark answers the phone, it's not just his mom on the other line. It's a f- slightly familiar voice. R- Mark rockets back home to find Debbie and little baby who we would come unnamed to know as Oliver. Baby. Unnamed yep. baby. Unnamed baby project being Unnamed baby project held in the arms of Angstrom Levy, who has returned. Mm-hmm. And there is something incredibly chilling to me about this full page reveal. And that last not, page is terrifying. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, he looks disgusting. It's like not just like, oh, he looks creepy. It's that Debbie's bloodied. And mm-hmm. that like yeah. that triggered me so hard i'm just like yeah. oh fuck this yeah. guy yeah yeah it's the bloody the debbie and also this is going to be sound weird but like the use of all blues like how it's a completely yes. blue page yeah. just a little bit of color mm-hmm. and it's like really means like in his tie is the color yeah. like it's it yeah. kind of sets a really strange vibe like it it feels lynchian when you walk into the room like exactly. it's terrifying. that is a great great pull like it's really it, interesting it's haunting and it's yeah, this it's haunting it's incredibly yeah. tense because he's angstrom levy's got this power stance right he's got he's got the man spread on the bed oh my god he's got yeah, his so. arm around debbie his hand on her mm-hmm. shoulder yeah. and debbie's crying she's yeah. crying she's got a yeah. bloody nose i was gonna say her eyes beat up like yeah, yeah it is Tears hard to look at and it immediately gets you in this mode of like oh Oh, we need to kill the fuck out of Angstrom Levy. Because, yeah. like, Nolan was a piece of shit, but he never hit Debbie. But he never hit her. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this is, oh, it's it's a great exchange because we see how far um, uh, Levy's delusion has gone because he uh-huh. believes full just full well that invincible that like invincible is his enemy and he caused the explosion where we as the audience and as the comic reader full know full well that it was in fact angstrom levy who caused his mm-hmm. deformity but again just doc gone. ock syndrome yep. yes yes very, incredibly very so and speaking of which invincible <laughs> flies straight at angstrom levy and sends him through a few different portals. The first one is to an alternate dimension where humans are extinct and dinosaurs rule the land and not just dinosaurs talking dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a great moment where <laughs> they're just like, you know, Oh my God. Is that a dinosaur? And it's like, he gads. It talks. Like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And so, um, invincible comes back we see there's a moment where extra levy just tosses the baby like oh yeah he's the worst. oh my God. oh yeah he's the that, worst that person oh, ever oh it's the worst like That's i don't so care good. if this baby is half alien half viltramite like well it's so what he good. says too uh when he tosses the baby he's just like so do your family he has this little speech before he he has yeah. oliver he has the baby in his hand 
and he's just like i is like no your your family your family is safe and the only way i'm gonna like hurt you is by hurting them so do your family a favor and die and he tosses the baby oh my god and then mark goes running up at him you know and just whoop another portal Another Dude, portal that up. leads him to a very familiar scene um, <laughs> where so... Mark comes barreling through an alleyway and bumps into yeah. a certain four tentacled villain on the streets of New York. So this is what I was talking about at the beginning. Yes. There's a oh, tie-in oh, issue okay. to this. No, there's not. Yes, there is. So it's... at the same time that this book was coming out, yep. Robert Kirkman was writing Stop. Marvel Team-Up. Yeah. He was writing Marvel Team-Up. Stop. And Marvel Team-Up number yeah. 14. Uh-huh. Stop! Uh -huh. An invincible Spider-Man team up issue. No, where Spider-Man exactly. and Invincible what? team uh -huh. up to fight Doc Ock. Exactly. Yes. 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 It totally happens. Yes. Oh my it's God. in a collection. Yes. It's, yeah. it, I, it's in the Marvel team up collection. It's never yeah. been reprinted in oh Invincible. Yeah. Which oh is kind of frustrating. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I you thought this was just like a I thought it was just like a cute little, okay, everybody knows no. who this is. Nope. No, that's what no. they want you it to full think. full <laughs> on ties into wow. that issue. So he hangs out with Spider-Man, Spider teams up with Spider-Man. He meets they the have Avengers. An against Doc Ock. Yeah. And then at the end, Spider-Man helps him fly into the portal. And that's why when he comes back through the portal, he has webbing attached to him. Yeah. Right. I was wondering because yeah. it uh -huh. was just like, oh, I just I just thought, oh, it's another little callback to nope. Because it's definitely nope. nope. it's a full-on full adventure on that he has yeah. with Spider-Man. Yeah. Welcome to the Geek Explain Book Club where Eric doesn't know things and he gets to discover <laughs> something every episode. <laughs> that's why I was surprised that you didn't know. Oh, yeah, so I was real real thing, dude. genuinely surprised too. Yeah. Yeah. So pick it up on Comicsology is Marvel Team Up number 14. 14 from yeah. the 2004 14. to 2006 series yeah exactly yeah. Really uh, and it's drawn by Corey walker yeah because Corey walker was what? drawing marvel team up at that time, time yeah. yeah yeah it's so awesome dude it's so good. literally like the first panel is that panel that, that you get yeah of him really? barreling into doc ock oh my yeah. god that's so cool yeah it's oh, wild. that's so cool he meets the he meets the avengers as well and it's really mm -hmm. funny when he's talking to the avengers because he's trying to figure out their names and stuff like that like he points to captain america and i'm going like shield guy right <laughs> like something like that because uh it's great like all these it's really great yeah it's fantastic I, I'm, I'm gonna check that out for sure that sounds awesome it's great but uh after this uh, incredible thing that I didn't fucking know existed, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. starts sending Invincible through portals into different uh, into different realities. One of which very much homages The Walking Dead. Uh, we yep. get, and meanwhile, it's just it's like I want to stay with Mark for this entire experience because back with angstrom levy and debbie it is hard to read it is hard yeah. to go through this because yeah. he like he's brutalizing her he breaks her arm like yeah he is just, it's terrible it's him just tormenting her like yeah. he, this is a villain her. that's the thing yeah. is all of our experiences with this guy up to this point he has not been villainous at all he's been a little overzealous but he has yes. not been a villain exactly and then this is where he is just full-on bad guy he does the, the worst stuff we've seen yeah in the yeah. book to date which, which is insane is, yeah, yeah which is insane considering all the terrible shit that's happened so far yeah angstrom levy will always be mark's worst enemy yeah like he is 
He much like again to further the Doc Ock analogy, Doc Ock is like the worst enemy because I mean at this point in time, you know, Doc Ock has literally been Spider Man. Like he took over the best Spider. He's also the best for sure. But Doc Ock is, you know, he's always seen as number two villain, but really he is another number one villain. Yeah. Now, now I want now I want a thirty issue Angstrom Levy in the body of Invincible comic. That's the thing they could have yeah. done. Yeah. When we get to the last issue, we're gonna scream. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. no. Okay. Okay. Just all right. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh God. Oh, we're all gonna just scream. We're a long ways off from that, folks. Yeah. Don't, no. Don't, oh. We, we're, oh man. And Malcolm oh. is gonna have to suffer from now until exactly because I have my no nose idea is just going to continuously about. bleed. <laughs> yeah. You, I, I've been meaning to like mention that it's been like almost thirty minutes, and I'm worried about you. So I just <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Explained Book Club, where every week Eric learns something new and Malcolm has an aneurysm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Jacob Brown will be taking over from now on, apparently. So uh, I'm sorry about our two other guests here. I'm so. <laughs> but yeah, so we see him going from uh, from universe to universe. At one point, he is absolutely talking to Batman. Which yeah. Which means that there's a Batman comic somewhere yeah. out there, right? No. 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 no if see, only that was now so I'm sad sweet. again. Now yeah, I'm I sad. wish that there was. Especially because uh, this is specifically... The new Batman Adventures Batman with the red sky. With the red sky, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. very clearly that. It's yeah. animated Batman. Yeah. It's but animated there's, series, there's this one point because basically what Levy is doing is he's trying to wear Mark down by sending him through portal after portal after portal. And there's this one point where he sees a portal and he doesn't immediately fly into it. And he's like, huh. And he sits there and waits. And Levy, assuming on the other side, is just like, where the fuck is he? And he like pokes his head through, which gives Mark the first time he can get his hands on him. Mm -hmm. He grabs him and yeah. he's like gonna fucking destroy this guy. He bursts him through the house, which is so cool. And then, and then he he checks Debbie, like he sees Debbie oh, and she's a mess oh, and her arm is yeah. broken. And he's like, Mom, she's like Mark. <laughs> and he <laughs> rages. And he rages. Yeah. And so we find out that over the time between the last time we saw Angstrom Levy and now he's been augmenting his body to make himself stronger, slightly more durable as we come to find out. Um, mm -hmm. But he starts just absolutely beating Mark through all of these different uh, realities until they get to this desert dimension where it looks like, again, classic calamity. Um, I'm going to call this the Mad Max universe that they burst yeah. into here yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, definitely um, what it is at one point like oh there, there's this angstrom levy hits him with this killer line <gasps> where he's just like let's get this over with i want to get back to your mother and finish what i started and he, yeah that oh, oh man. man and he's got this grin on his face too bloody bloody grin, grin you know yeah. like, and mark just goes to town on this guy and granted like this is the first fight that mark has been in since he had that big battle against the viltrumites mm -hmm. and so he is used to hitting people who can hit back which we've and also seen that he's been working out too which yeah, is something exactly. that nolan mentioned That's to him too. it's like hey you need to work out like you need to improve Exercise. yourself this yeah, doesn't just come naturally doing that I think, and we see that at the beginning issue of this collection yeah yeah like he's, he's actually like, training and stuff training mm -hmm. early morning and he is just <laughs> beating angstrom levy into the ground being painted with levy's blood until he realizes like oh my god i thought and he says this 
he says i thought i thought you were stronger and like we just see the aftermath we see levy's bloodied legs and just splatter out and that's a, at least a good like 10 feet of splat yeah right yeah, like, yeah. like he it is up yeah. it is to the sides it's, it is on the ground it's everywhere everywhere it's like on like the it's the, so the, bad the, the the whatever the constructions that's yeah. left over from the metal bars of whatever uh, civilization this was yeah it's yeah. on the top of these bars that blood yeah. just stretched towards and it's he's the so jackson correct. pollock of blood yes yeah. oh my god <laughs> and in this moment mark grayson has taken his first life mm-hmm. and yes. oh man we are gonna see ramifications of this yes both right away and i'm sure uh as time goes on but we quickly cut back to amber and eve just kind of yes, like just flying back with like amber uh just riding on this little like disc that eve has made over the ocean <laughs> i love it i love I her love like it just hanging like on the side of the like yeah. With yeah. <laughs> and so uh we cut back to mark who has like just walked away which is exactly what i would do in that situation it's just like mm-hmm. i can't look at this anymore i have to walk until i die like, <laughs> he's just oh god oh god oh god oh god like he is in shock yes which is really absolutely. bad yeah. and so he is like not sure what to do and he's there's it's this really sad conversation he has with himself where he's just like uh, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I had to kill him. He tried to kill me. He was going to kill my mom, my brother. He tried to kill me first. He made me do it. It, it was an accident, but he made me do it. I didn't want to kill him. I didn't. I I had to. I wanted to hurt him. I had to. And then there's this pause, and he's like, I wanted, I wanted to, to kill, kill him. him. Yeah. And he comes to that realization, and it's like, oh, buddy. Like, it's, oh, man. It's sad. This is a dark moment for the character. It is. Like, real, real interesting moment. And I think this, we don't see it immediately, but this moment helps inform who Mark Grayson becomes later on. Yeah. Who is in a, a really big way. It, who is a good person? Who is a good person? Th- this, this is him really understanding informs- the... Yeah, this understands the gray part of being a yeah. superhero. Yeah. Like, he finally understands that side. very great part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And speaking of good people, we have uh, the Mahler twins. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's who have right. never done anything wrong. Um, nope. Who go Definitely not. And have yeah, successfully actually. cloned Robot into this young Rex body. And I think there is a... There's an interesting conversation that we have to have. Because we had hinted at before that there was a sliding time scale on the show and there was something really interesting about robot being put in this rex body or rudy as he is come or he comes to be known where a certain character is missing in the comics when that happened and apparently i fucking remembered that wrong because so did i (laughs) (laughs) i so and maybe it's that we're remembering i thought that maybe the reveal to the guardians right. comes after that bit right maybe that's it i guess we'll find out but but it yeah. doesn't wait, it happens in this volume what wait a minute what are you guys talking about I, I i don't understand what you guys are confused on what do you what do you mean we like there's some sort of like there's something happens we know you we know you know no, we I, notice something happens in the comic to a character who, who looks sh- like rudy who we didn't <laughs> think was oh here oh oh wait okay he be comes into this body but what's really uh, cool is we get the reveal that robot isn't in fact an automaton who was yeah. being 
controlled by this, you know, by this ugly baby. And, you know, there, there's hints at it, which is really nice in this next scene where right. yeah. is yeah. by the future guardians with yeah. our boy oh, King yeah. Thor. With a beard. With a beard. Okay, I need when this scene comes up to him to for him to be voiced by Chris Hemsworth. That would be and awesome. If Kid's always voiced by Chris, no, give give it to give it to Liam, it to, <laughs> no, not Liam. No, give Liam's it to the, the other Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Give it to the other one. The Westworld Hemsworth. Luke, Luke Hemsworth. Luke, Luke. Okay. Yeah, give it to Luke. Give it to yeah. Luke, Luke needs Westworld. this. Luke needs, Luke needs this. this. He's Luke great deserves this. Honestly, he's great on Westworld. But yeah, so right. we find uh, out that this. This new Guardians team, or this old Guardians team, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, consists yeah. of Kid Thor up from the big leagues, uh, mm-hmm. going from uh, the junior leagues to the all pro. Uh, yep. Adam Eve, robot. We got our boy Bulletproof there. Monster Girl, who is in just the weirdest looking swimsuit tracksuit. Yeah. And then there's and this hot. weird girl with boxing gloves. I no context her. for her. I love yeah. her. I don't know what that deal is. I love her. She don't just, know her deal. She, just, well, she doesn't even say in, any lines. She's definitely from Capes. I can't remember what her name was, but uh okay. I love her. She's then, she's really we'll say that good. she came with Kid Thor yeah. from the Capes squad into this Guardians team. But I love her. She has boxing gloves. That's amazing. Yes. I love it's her. It's really fun. <laughs> So and I, w- I want her to be like Wildcat. Like she has no powers. I mean, she, she has to be the Wildcat really of the team. That's why she has boxing <laughs> gloves on really all good. the time. <laughs> I think but that we yeah. find out that this uh, Guardians team has been searching for Mark for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. procured a time machine to send him back to his reality and his time. But as Mark is about to leave, old, older Adam Eve runs up to him and she <sighs> confesses her love. Yeah, Malcolm has some feelings about this. Talk to it's us. heartbreaking. It's it so really upsetting. Is. It's so upsetting, but also uh, an interesting subversion of a trope that happens all the time and stuff. I always think of um, Chasing Amy. Have you guys seen Chasing Amy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's the bit where Holden tells uh, Joey Adams Lawrence, Joey Lawrence Adams, uh, you know, like, listen, I have to tell you, like, while you're like, I have to tell you that I'm in love with you. I know it's not fair. Like, I know, I know that you feel something. And she like storms off. And she's like, like, that's not fair to me. Like, you know where I'm at. That's not a fair thing to say. Yeah. And it's an interesting subversion on that trope of like you always see the male character always be like tell the woman, you know, like, listen, I love you. Like, I know you're in a weird place. I know I'm in a weird place, but I have to tell you that just to unburden themselves. And yeah. it's it's an interesting twist on that. And Eve outright says that she's like, yeah, you know, she she's like, I have to tell you, like, I'm in love with you. And Mark goes to respond. He's like, don't tell me. Tell her. Tell her yeah. you love her. Tell her you don't love her. Tell her you hate her. Just, Just tell her something. Tell her something. Yeah. Because you you realize and Eve more or less explicitly says it like she never got closure. She never right. found out how he felt about her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she says, you know, it's too late for me. Just go. And so he goes and robots just like, hey, that was fucking bullshit. That was a what the fuck did I just say about not, you know, about preserving the timeline? And he pulls off what we thought was his head to reveal a helmet. And she says, Mm -hmm. shut up, Rex, which. Yep. Yeah. Is very interesting, which is very interesting. It's funny because I remember this being the first time. Weirdly, like in my head, I thought this was the first time we see 
robot as Rex. Yes. Or Rex in the robot suit. Yes. And that informs yeah. later. And like I I guess I just mixed up events beforehand. It's Same. crazy. Uh, but yeah. And then I, we get to the next issue. Like and he's yeah. home and you know. Yeah. When, I, when I first read this, I thought I thought it was Rex. I thought it, I think I thought oh, yeah. Rex, Rex in like, the for robot. Sure. I think it I, sure. I, I think I thought it was all it was because it's very fascinating. I mean, so how do we like, know oh, it's look not. at that. He's yeah. not just it a he's be. not just it a he's not a dumbass. He really actually commits to like to, to the, the whole, whole robot, robot thing and, and everything like succeeds that. Succeeds him. Yeah, ex- and yeah, so exactly. We, and I was like, oh, that's cool. In the next scene, we get this, you know, awesome reveal from Robot who ends up like it's off off uh, oh, yeah. off the page, off panel, but like he absolutely kicks the shit out of the Mahler twins with this oh, yeah. like four armed robot like automaton. <laughs> and Hell after yeah. uh, after Mark finally makes it back, he finds out that you know Cecil took care of like explaining the house being blown up. He's taking care of his mom and his little brother, mm-hmm. and he runs in there. They're getting checked out, and Debbie is Debbie's terrified. And again, it's another one of those like issues that ends on a hug, and it is heartbreaking to look at. Yeah, yeah, it's so very the, upsetting. Or yeah, yeah. And so the next issue we get is uh, kind of slowly getting back to normalcy. We get introduced to April Housem, who is going to be this baby's new tutor. Who is super hot. I'm throwing that out there. She's kind of a babe, yeah. <laughs> oh, my, she's got oh, that librarian boy. thing. Wow. wow. She's got Malcolm. that Leslie Nope look to her, and I am about <laughs> like, whoa. She That's is awesome. so hot. You she, were just every you time were just all, like please the baby be my like tutor. Some, every time oh, yeah. the baby answers something, she's just like, "Oh, you sweet beautiful angel." Yep. In that Leslie Nope <laughs> yep. way. Yep. <laughs> she's very, she's very Leslie Nope years it's before true. Leslie Nope is a character. It's yeah. wonderful. And so we come to find out that this is going to be uh, the baby's new tutor. That she has tutored many a child of superpowered heroes employed by the U.S. government, and this is where Debbie officially names him as Oliver. Who was Mark's Woo! grandfather on Debbie's side? Oh, Olivier. Olivier. His <laughs> that's what we're calling him now. His name is no longer Olivier. Oliver. Olivier Grayson. Olivier for the rest Grayson. of the, so so that when they eventually get to this point, it's going to be a French actor who plays him. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I want yeah. I want the bug people to be French now. If that would be wonderful, Amazon Prime actually. doesn't make the bug people French, and that would be his wonderful. Olivier and have him have a French accent. I'm going so to it. okay. So Nolan's bug wife would be played by uh, Marion Colliard. Yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, Olivier would be played by uh, Jean Depardieu. Uh, <laughs> whoever played Gavroche in that Les Mis film, just oh, yeah. get go. that yeah. kid. Let's yeah, get that kid. That's the kid. There you go. That's our kid right there. Done. That's our Hitler. Done. There you go. Done. That's our Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations. We don't have context for that yet. We don't oh, have context. Oh, we have that. perfect. We have, say that. What are you talking about? He's not going to be Hitler. I'm just saying, I'm just pulling a quote from the producers. Good. That's what it is. That's what we quote. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the next scene is uh, is Robot introducing himself as a little baby Rex to adult yeah. Rex, which again, yeah. we thought 
didn't happen in this comic. But yeah, it's crazy, did. man. Wait, real quick, real quick. Before you get into that, there's like a real quick moment with Mark fighting this like uh, this robot oh, yeah. in the city. Oh, Rampage. Yeah, Rampage. Rampage. It was, it's a great name. I just want to point out like my favorite. This is probably my, I'm going to point it out. And this is my favorite part of the whole book. And, and it's it's that one spread where he's punching him and he's just like, I got to admit, Rampage, that's a real cool name. It's not that part. It's off in the corner it's of the sofa this king board, the, the <laughs> sofa king the sofa king and then just the tagline underneath it that says sofa king, sofa king low prices <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh my goodness yeah Excellent. The fact that they put Why that you... in a comic is so funny. It's the fact so that funny. The editor is hilarious. I, yeah, I could not believe that. That's such printed. a specific reference. Exactly. Like, what a weird random Saturday Night Live reference to have in there. Like, <laughs> Why? But, but it also dates this comic so hard. Kirkman, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. it does. Oh, it's, it means so much. And that was, I was like, that was the most Robert Kirkman joke you could possibly put into your own comic <laughs> there. That so is fantastic. Cool. So also low prices. Also, like like Mark is definitely like leveling up when he fights this guy. He has like bloody like uh, knuckles. Yes. Yeah, and he even yeah. mentions he's like, if, if we'd fought a couple months ago, you would have kicked my ass. Like, but too bad. But luckily, I've been training. Yeah. yeah. Good thing yeah. I've been working out. You know. And so he's slowly yeah. getting stronger. Yeah. As we will see, and when we get when we do get the scene where. Um, where uh, robot introduces himself to the guardians rex's face is hilarious <laughs> he is so dismayed he has no idea what's happening everyone feels super awkward about it yeah and, and that's uh, the only reaction that he has to it. like that's it yeah you just get that one shot you don't see yeah. him otherwise at all yeah for the rest so of the issue he goes to talk to monster <laughs> girl and he's ba he basically tells her like hey i chose this for you like and she and I think it's very interesting that they have this conversation where she's like, you're not going to tell me you love me. Right. It'd be like super creepy. And he like says he's like, no, like, I'm fascinated by you. Like, you inspire me. And so I wanted you to have a friend. And she like mentions like, oh, yeah, you're kind of cute, like whatever. And she like walks away and he gives this really ominous little like phase two is underway. Oh, yeah. And it's like yeah. the, the, the most quagmire thing you could possibly say yes. after that. It's yes. just like it's so weird. Giggity giggity. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make it hit. Oh, Jesus. And it's so weird. The it's scene like, that uh. had uh, alluded to earlier where Mark goes to talk to talk to art. Yeah. Right away. Tell us about this. That's that's the best. That's my favorite scene in the whole book. Um, yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the series. Again, it's Mark comes to Art and is like, "Hey, Art, what's going on, man?" Um, and which first off, Art thinks that he's somebody else waiting for his suit. Uh, was it a uh, Captain Captain Capitalism or something yeah. uh, that he yeah. thought it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so he, he's like, "Yeah, one of our Capes boys." Uh, oh, so yeah. he's like, "Listen, I need to get my suit repaired. Like, I busted my knuckles on this one, you know." Um, also, if you you know, if you got a minute, like, let's talk, man. Art's like, "Yeah, we haven't talked in a bit." You know, and Mark talks to him about the Amber and the Eve stuff. And I think it's a really, you don't see a character talk it through like this. You never really see them discuss their issues like this just openly and just work their way through the problem. It's usually very internal when you read it, you know, and then you find out what the answer is of, oh, who do I pick? Here it is, yeah. you know, but here you actually get to see him do the math on be like listen like i love amber like i think amber's great uh we work really well together but you know 
Eve does get a better part of me. Like it, it would be easier with Eve. You know, I wouldn't have to make excuses. I wouldn't have to feel bad for bailing on her. I, I, I am not treating Amber right because I'm always bailing on her. And Art brings up the point of like, that's her choice. Like it, you can't take away that choice from her. That's her choice to be with you. Like she understands the gig and if she wants to leave, she can, but if she doesn't, then you're in it. Like, you know, and it's, it's just a nice conversation that it's nice that Mark has this older figure to look to and be like, Hey, can I, can I jam with you on something? Like it's really bugging me. Art art is the secret hero of the book, man. Seriously. Yeah, he is. Art Spiegelman is the secret hero. And it's funny because now I hear Mark Hamill's voice. Which is wonderful. So good. Which is wonderful. And what's cool about this conversation too, is that it just like we've talked about before, Robert Kirkman really does a good job of subverting what you expect this kind of story to be where mark is legit just like he's he talks through his feelings yeah and he gets yeah. to the fact that he's like yeah i like eve but i love amber and it would be yeah. incredibly unfair to her just the you know when yeah. when amber first asked me out like i wasn't confident i'm still not very confident in myself yeah. you know and she's very pretty and that made me feel better about myself like that's not a bad thing it's like that's not a bad thing like yeah. you yeah. know like, yeah. it's a really lovely like four or five page conversation that they have i think it's so human yeah it is such a human conversation it and is. something you you really don't get that in superhero comics very often exactly like this is such a this is a conversation i would have with somebody you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. wonderful yeah we actually had this conversation when i was making your super suit a couple weeks ago this is very true we did yeah. have the com- <laughs> coin if you're listening to this we didn't have a conversation <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry he was talking about comic books quinn he's talking about comic books baby i'm sorry baby come back (laughs) (laughs) but uh what's sad about this is that this is such a great scene and then it's juxtaposed by a super skeevy scene oh yeah i hate directly after oh man this amber's in the library i hate this part and this and this scum i hate this guy i hate this scumbag gary shows up gary i hate gary Gary so much we all hate gary even if you don't know why you should hate gary you should hate gary even without having the context of later some stuff goes down with gary but you still this, hate Gary. It's the head right. It's the yeah. yes, you will. Yeah. Like watching it's just like, uh, she walks away like, dude, come on. It was, the, it was the first thing he noticed too when like she's like bending over looking for the book and she's like, where That's is what it? I don't know where That's it is. True. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's like popping on and he's like, you okay? And it's like, oh, like, oh no. You know. Oh no. Like, you this know that guy. this guy stashed like 18 books around the library. Just to pick up girls like books. this, yeah. Just so we could pick up women, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it all I comes totally down to his facial that. hair. Like that's. Oh yeah, I have yep. never met a guy who has facial hair like that who is just not a total like scumbag. Nope, yes. it's rough. Nope, soul patches are fiducious. I'm sorry. Exactly. Hey, okay, that's okay. That's not a soul patch. First of all, that's like that's a, a chin weird, strap. That's weird. <laughs> that's what that's it like is. A weird, that's- that, that is the, the, more the soul the... patch is like just under the that's true it's the little someone who Friedel. used to rock yeah. a soul patch for a really long time that's like <laughs> did <have> you to... <laughs> yes <laughs> you knew me during this period <laughs> are you having a soul patch 
it's it's been years it's been years i recovered interesting i have a beard now it's we've we've moved on again um, it looks great by the way thanks man I'm, I'm i haven't said it on it. record but it, it looks great thank you I'm, trying, great. I'm using a new beard wash and i'm trying nice. to like really very good take care of it it's well it's, you'll have to give me tips thing. on that that sounds wash, good wash, wash it, it, it's a whole thing it. like it's 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 tough to take care of like you didn't yeah i didn't this know grooming was, tip like... moment has been brought to you by our <laughs> King C. our sponsors Forever. man shave <laughs> manscaped. manscaped i love manscaped manscaped is a wonderful product you know you <laughs> And if you use the code, the code invincible, you'll get 50% off on your oh. order for Manscaped. <laughs> don't use not, that. Don't do not that. A real code. Don't say, don't say that. Don't, don't disclaim. We have to say this for legal reasons. Do Disclaimer, not. Not a real code. We are not sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Manscaped. We could totally be sponsored by Manscaped. But as currently, as of this recording, we are not sponsored by Manscaped. You know who's not sponsored by Manscaped? Gary. I can tell you that. He's a dick. Yes. He's a dick. Yes. So (laughs) we we come (laughs) back to Mark and Art who are continuing their conversation and they've now kind of moved to uh, to Nolan, which we know Mm -hmm. is a sore spot for Art because he thought they were best friends. And I kind of, in retrospect, after watching the show, wish we had gotten that scene of them drinking on the roof in the comic. I when reading this bit, I had immediately thought of that. That's the best addition for the show. Yeah, that is between that and Amber. But like that one scene is so powerful. Yeah, just in the context of everything that art is, you know, it's really wonderful. Like it's it's amazing. But so they have this conversation and Mark references to art. He's like, yeah, like and my dad said, I got to read his books, but I don't know what like travel books are going to do i don't know what they're supposed to and he's like well he wasn't always a travel book guy like he used to write science fiction and mark's like what (laughs) and so we get these excerpts from some of uh nolan's old books about you know characters from science fiction that he had you know he had written about like the space writer space writer writer. creatures called um, are they named in this? They're I don't not, remember if they're actually named. I always call them Rathars. They're, <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're gonna call them Rathars. They're, they're not I mean, named, yeah. Rathars and Olivier. That is our <laughs> that is our contribution. That's to our the band. Invincible universe. <laughs> that's a, Olivier that's and the Rathars. Hello, Pima yes. Community College. We are the Rathars. Olivier Rathar. One, two, three, four. We are Olivier and the Rathars. So, which of you is Olivier? No, none of us. We all none are. of us. Olivier is more of a state of mind. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Olivier is exactly like Asgard. It's not a place. It's a people. It's a you people. Know? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm Olivier. You're I'm Olivier. Olivier. You're Olivier. He, she, we, they. Olivier. Olivier. All Olivier. <laughs> you know, we Olivier. <laughs> oh God. So, uh, oh, so yeah. Mark makes the connection and realizes, like, oh. These are, you know, excerpts are basically memoirs of Nolan being sent out by the Viltramite Empire to deal with things that could kill Viltramites. And Mark makes the connection. He says here, he says, my dad is telling me how to beat them. That is how we close out this volume where he has unlocked the secret to fighting Viltramites and possibly beating them. This is a huge deal. I want to do a quick, you know, 
cut over to again the additional content in this volume which is a quick little uh backup issue called the pact where mark gets a little team mark gets a little team with uh fire breather zephyr and shadow hawk yeah never see again i'm assuming Mm -hmm. Uh, fire breather fire breather though what a great character zephyr remember that show Remember Zephyr? You mean the movie that lasted for Thank you. one yes. time? Yes, yes, yes I do. Yes. I, I was a big fan of the four-season Shadowhawk Netflix show. That was really good, <laughs> personally. Um, Shadowhawk. Oh, but we do get We're a gay. little moment with Doc Seismic in here. So this is canon. Yeah. Right? Yes, this is mm-hmm. canon. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because indeed. they fight off these lava monsters that we see at the end of in that little like ending montage at the end of season one. Right. Um, where they find, you know, after Doc Seismic fell underground at Mount Rushmore, he, you know, befriended these things, created them. And after uh, Invincible apprehends him, takes him out of there. And then we mm-hmm. never see these characters again. Right. So overall this issue i don't think i still think last volume was probably my favorite so far but this volume takes us to places that we haven't been before in this book and i really appreciate that about it yeah uh we've already talked about it kind of briefly um malcolm you talked about your favorite part of the book Mm -hmm. yeah the uh the the talk with art yeah and jacob your favorite part of the book uh, it is the Angstrom Levy issue. It's yeah. the portals going to different places, the spinoff into the Marvel universe for a split second. That's that's the reason why it became like my favorite uh, issue in that series, which just because of like um, team up. This is a re- team up, and and also and also you know this is an arch enemy. This is his first arch enemy. Anim- actually yeah. too uh, you know because like in the last volume if you remember kills. yeah because yeah that he immediately yep. kills in the last volume he was like i don't have like an arch villain or anything like that and it's not like i i have one of those and then all of a sudden angstrom levy just pops up in this in this scenario in this issue yep. it's just it, it, it I, I haven't that's been this true. afraid that's spooky yeah i haven't been this afraid since nolan uh since that confrontation from nolan and that's yeah. that's that's what kind of really made me scared was just like, well, this is it. This is Kirkman the end. Really, this is the really end already for Mark there. right here. Uh-huh. With the arch enemy thing. That's that's good. I didn't even notice that. That's dope. That's Kirkman for you. And I think uh, to round that out, my favorite part is probably just the future excerpt where you know we get to see the future Guardians of the Globe because we get to see our boy kid Thor, Capes Represent. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And the implications of that scene with future eve mm-hmm. telling mark her feelings are going to have ramifications which i love but um as we close this out uh we've got some stuff lingering for the next go around here as we're looking forward into volume eight which is called my favorite martian we're going to be seeing some of the stuff that they um that they laid the groundwork for in this volume huh? Uh, kind of coming to light here. We might see Rick. Rick. Yeah. We also got a quick scene where Rick Sheridan, who has been turned into the first <laughs> Reanimon, uh, is still being controlled, and it is. It's kind of heartbreaking. Like mm-hmm. you see him like crying in that scene, and he's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. don't cry. Like you're you're the first of many. Like it's great. I'm an evil scientist." Poor Rick. 
Poor Damn Rick. You, Ezra Miller. Damn you, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. <laughs> Pushing fans. <laughs> Choke slamming fans. Choke slamming fans, you dick. <laughs> So um, as we as we come out here, uh, any final thoughts on this volume and anything you're looking forward to in the next volume? I'll start with Jacob. You know, we're just we're just going forward here now. Everything that's planted seeds here. So uh, a new normal is basically what's been established. And we're just going to see where how much Mark is going to work out to prepare himself to get ready for for the end for for what's, for, for what's yeah. to come, you know. And that's that's the best way. We'll see how his relationships hand, uh, um, handle through it. And yeah, um, there's a there's a lot that there's, there's. I actually don't remember too much of the details that happens next, but uh, I know where the oh, threads are going. Oh, there's a lot going. coming, baby. Yeah, yeah man, I'm excited. Um, yeah. Malcolm, final thoughts on this and anything you're looking forward to in the next volume. Uh, again, this just looking at the art in this issue. Uh, I talk about it every week now, but just seeing Ryan Otley's art evolve and step up every every issue, really. I mean, this this is the first uh, incredibly bloody sequence like that that we've seen in a bit. Uh, exactly. Even with the Nolan stuff, you know, with the Viltrumites, like it wasn't as intense as him wailing on Angstrom Levy, and just mm. just seeing the art just increase, yeah. uh, really good. Also. Uh, Take note on your stopwatches, everybody. We are 25 issues away from war. Oh, that is layered. That is... uh... The countdown begins now. Oh, boy. Yeah, it does. Oh, boy. So... um... Yeah. And remember that Mark Grayson is a good person. Remember Mark Grayson is a good person. Um, And honestly, I have to agree with you guys. Like, this is, again, like a more intimate uh, character driven volume and it is about to get much more bombastic as the story goes along as we go into next volume but that is going to do it for this week's geek explain book club on invincible next week we're going to be checking out volume eight entitled my favorite martian that is going to be issues (laughs) 36 through 41 as we follow along here and um yeah, I'm excited. This is this is gonna be a good time for sure. And it's my favorite Martian, the one where Christopher Lloyd shows up. Yes, yes very yes. excited um, with Jeff Daniels. And all he <laughs> talks about is uh, Back to the Future that he hasn't. It, it it's gonna be a good time. It's, it's gonna be a good time. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tune in next time. Our musical guest will be Christopher Lloyd. Uh, our musical guest (laughs) musical guest our musical guest will be christopher lloyd and it's going to be uh hosted by jeff daniels yeah they're now geek explained night live Uh, (laughs) it's geek explained night live (laughs) (laughs) so uh tune in next week for volume eight thank you so much for listening to us each friday for the geek explained book club uh tune in next week for a brand new episode. But for now, for Geek Explain, this is Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson. And Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. Martians. Martian. Martians. Olivier. Marshall. <laughs> Rathar.
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you said never you wanted to get weird. That. <laughs> never get... I thought you said you wanted to get weird. Let's fucking Disembodied rage. weird? Hell yeah. Let's fucking rage. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>